Hey all, this is Josh Gunderson, and you're listening to The Millennial Agenda. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Millennial Agenda. I am joined once again by Meg Stone, who I think you are, you are now officially the most guestiest guest on the, the podcast. <laughs> I would like a name tag that says that or a plaque of some sort. I, I'll have a button made. Yes! <laughs> buttons, buttons, buttons. I, I mean, technically you're tied with Kevin because we're doing the Animorphs stuff. I mean, he, yeah, he's going to lap me real quick. But real, real well, quick. he's more of a co-host in that it's regard. True. So I, I will just say that you're the most guestiest guest on the podcast and we will leave it at that you're back to share we're going to share some horror stories today i mean growing up in this day and age um, especially as a millennial it's complicated we we lead far busier lives and i think we've and we've talked we talked about this a bit before with uh with you and nina in the first episode just like we're we're busy we got goals and so the the things that we are concerned about and the things that we want differ so much from generations before us because we aren't super concerned about dating and marriage and like yeah it's eventually something that i would like down the line and like i'm getting up there so like fellas come on where where you at Mm -hmm. it's complicated because it's all done through dating apps now and especially in a pandemic that's really all that we have because there's no going out to meet anybody it's download the dating app and hope that you can find somebody to chat with for a while on there and then maybe after a two-week period of quarantining have a socially distanced awkward mask date yep 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 and it's it's great like i remember and i'm i remember i've was dating somebody that I did meet online and I hated telling that story because it just felt super embarrassing that we like I had to resort to that but I think that's all that we really have available now I think that's just become the norm for dating yeah I was actually I was like talking to my parents about it because that's normal it's not don't do it it's a terrible idea there's pressure involved and it's gross they were like yeah you you don't you can't really like date someone you're working with. We're all working remotely right now, but like even if we're not, like it's weird to date someone you're working with. I've I've done it. I'm sure you've done it. Like we've all made that choice yeah. at some point. And it's like going out to bars is not really a thing. So it's online is the new awkward way to meet people, but it's terrible. One of the guys I actually met online called it like like a merry-go-round from hell. And I was like, that is the best description I've ever heard of online dating. I'm stealing it. That's online dating in a nutshell. And it, it's like for, for me, and I've, I've written about this before, I've talked about this before, like the going out to a bar thing, unless it's a gay bar, I've got the added complication of sitting there being like, do you like dudes or do you, do right. you like, like what's... Am I going to get punched or are we going to make out? Like, what's what's the end result of this interaction right now? And it's difficult. So I think, again, I, I like, I'm not a, a club person. I'm not a bar person. I'm very... Boring. Yeah. And, and I'm, I mean, you know me, like, I'm, I'm a murderino. Shout out my favorite murder. Love you guys. But like, I don't... So that like, for me, that's where my, I'm not going out to a bar to meet someone kind of comes from where I'm like, are you going to drop something funky in my drink? Or is this safe? No, we're good. Yeah, the world has gotten too shitty to try to meet people. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And then with like, I mean, with online dating, I, I've 
I think I've told you the story. Like I always try to put my personality out there first because I have a lot of it and it's very weird. So I can clean up nicely and like I like am lucky enough to have some good photographer friends so I can take a nice I can have a nice picture but you need to know that's just a picture I'm very strange don't think I'm gonna be normal please don't and I mean I I, in the first episode I read what my tinder bio says it was my favorite (laughs) it was my favorite and I so I just I just did a guest um spot on another podcast single writer podcast shout out to Casey go check out the episode it's hilarious and I talked to her about like I I'm just I'm super awkward and I'll just put that out there and I end up saying the weirdest things to people. Hell yeah. And I at one point I matched with a guy and I was so excited about it, not because he was good looking and seemed to have a great personality, but one of his photos was him in front of Max's house from Hocus Pocus. Shut up. Marry and him. I well <laughs> I it's it's less exciting for me because I I went to Salem State. I I legit lived like two houses down my apartment was right, right. Next to the house, so it's not that impressive to me but instead of being a normal human being i was so excited when we matched and my first thing i said to him i was like one of your pictures was taken right down the street from where i used to live can you guess which one <laughs> like I... a goddamn weirdo <laughs> <laughs> i don't like i know but like for i don't know yeah i i didn't i've never done tinder i did um I don't even remember what it's called. And I like, I've done one where you're kind of supposed to be matched with friends of friends. So like, I'm like, you shouldn't be that weird. I mean, you should be weird, but like, you shouldn't be scary weird. You should just be weird, weird. And I can handle that. And like, it turned out so much worse. I have like a Hallmark movie level bad date story from there like it's it was it's a christmas movie too so that makes it better i like went out with this guy he was you know into theater and comic books and like nerdy stuff and i was like yes we're in we had a we laughed a lot throughout the date it was fine there was you know it was like kind of like a whatever we're just kind of seeing he like we're seeing if like you're not crazy good and then I didn't really like I heard from him a couple times afterwards but then I didn't and I was like okay whatever because I hadn't really kind of emotionally invested or whatever and then I went to a friend's Christmas party like two weeks later in the middle of and I remembered that he had said he knew someone who was a marine mammal trainer at the place I used to work and I was like, oh, it's a really small community. Who, what's their name? He, he was like, it was my ex, it was my ex-girlfriend, said the word ex-girlfriend. And I was like, what's the name? He's like, I'll tell you if this works out. Never heard from him afterwards. And I did a little snooping before I went to this party. I figured out who it was. And it was the person hold, hosting the party. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it gets so much worse. So I was like, oh my God, this will be so funny. I was going with one of my friends. We were like, and I was like, this will be funny. We'll laugh about it and be like, oh my God. Yeah, we both went out with this guy. Isn't it hilarious? Oh, walk in the door. Guess who's sitting on the couch? And yeah, 100% sitting on the couch. And I'm still like, oh, that's nice. Because I'm being, I'm like, that's nice. They're at least still friends. Okay, that's cool. So I like stare him down because he's like, 
avoiding eye contact. So I, I, me being me is like, no, you don't get to avoid me. You don't get to pretend you don't know me. I know you. And he immediately like gives himself a face palm and walks away. And I have to tell our party host, I'm like, yeah, I know him. We went out a couple times. And she's immediately like, when? When did you go out? Did you go out this summer? When did you go out? When did you go out? And I was like, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, they had been dating the entire time. There was no ex involved. It was great. They were, she had, they had been exclusively dating for months. This is why I, this is why I hate people. So I, I've been on, I've been on Tinder and I actually, I had deleted it and re-downloaded it because I knew I was doing Casey's podcast and I was like, well, I might as well be on an app. And I, before I deleted it the first time and was Mm -hmm. on it regularly, I was just swiping through and I ended up seeing a guy who I had met a few years ago. And we hung out a couple times, we hooked up, and then he started dating somebody, and we kind of drifted apart. But then he, every once in a while, would slide into my DMs on Snapchat. No! And he kept trying to get stuff going with me, and I was like, dude, you have a boyfriend, I'm not okay with that. Like, you know, I've found myself in situations where I've been with people who are in in an open relationship, and it's super weird and awkward, but like, whatever. But like, you're just full on, you want to cheat on this guy. Yeah. And yeah. he kept getting mad at me because I was saying no. And he's like, well, I guess we just can't be friends anymore. And I'm like, eh, well, okay, bye. And it's been a while. And so I saw him on there and I'm like, you know what? He's really cute. He's really sweet. We did have fun together. So I swiped right and we ended up matching. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, how have you been? We we're just talking back and forth. So I was like, yeah, you know, it's been a really kind of shitty year between the pandemic and moving and all this other stuff. Um, so it's been really stressful. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'd really love to hang out and catch up sometime. And I was like, you know, what? I would, I'd really like that. I have I was like, I actually have some time tonight. I'm at work. And it was this is actually the day that you and I recorded our last episode together. Oh, jeez. And I said to him, I was like, hey, I, you know, I definitely wouldn't mind grabbing a drink when I get out of work because I think you and I had scheduled for like seven o'clock and I was right. going off at 430. And I was like, if you want to meet, I'm over on International Drive. If you want to meet me over here, I know a bar uh, right next door. I know the bar manager. She's good at what she does. She's working tonight. Like I checked with her, like I arranged everything. I was like, can you make sure there's two spots at the bar for us? All of that. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're reduced capacity at their bar and everything. And I was like, make sure there's some spots for us. I'm going to come visit a friend wants to catch up. And he's like, oh, I was thinking like, maybe we could go to your place. And I was like, well, I, my place is kind of a, a, it's kind of a mess right now. And I really don't want people over because unless my place is pristine, no one's coming in. Right. And I, like, I, I don't really have a lot of time because I'm recording a podcast tonight. I, I would rather do this. And he wouldn't let it go. And I was like, well, let me let me see how the rest of my day goes. And I'll, I'll tell you if we can meet up or not. And I, I got back to him. I'm like, hey, let's if you want to meet here, this is where I'm going to go. If you want to go there. He's like, oh, I really don't have the money. And I'm like, well, neither do I. But I will buy you a drink like it just if you want to if, if you want to meet up and catch up, this is how it's going to happen. Right. Finally, he just goes, well, we can't be bad if we go there. And I'm like, my dude, my dude. we're not going to. We're not going to be bad no matter what. Like, so if you think that you're going to come over to my place for a quickie, it's it's not going to happen. And I kind of ended it there. I ended the conversation there. And I was like, look, I'm I'm not in the mood for this. I gave you an option. I, you know, I'm really stressed out. And the last thing on my mind is hooking up with somebody. So I'm going to go home and do what I have to do. 
Um, and he was like being all cute and coy about it. He's like, oh, well, I, you can show me how a podcast is made. And at the time, I was still very new to it. And I was like, it's me sitting on my phone talking to my friend. Like, it's, it's, if you think I'm going to come over and there's going to be like a sexy ghost moment of me showing you my microphone and you stroking it seductively and then we end up in bed it ain't gonna happen friend oh my god so obnoxious and so i i let it go and the conversation ended and the next day he messages me and is like so you feeling any better and i'm like no bro no just walk away i ended up and it was so it was right after that is when i ended up deleting my account and then when i rejoined again recently please tell me he found you again Oh, I swiped right. I I left at him. I was like, you're going straight to the left, bro. Like, I thought maybe you had matured and grown up and actually wanted something real. And like, I get when we first met, we hooked up like that's that that happened. But we grew a friendship out of it. And I thought that you had grown up and you were better than this. But clearly, you're still a little child. I'm like, I get it. Like, I'm a human being. Like, I got urges. I would absolutely love some hanky panky. But like, read the room. For real. And it's it's happened. it, It happened again. With somebody else, it's no. you know an, another guy that I'm fr- I'm friends with, and we've you know it's it's Orlando. It happens. We've we've hooked up, but he just a couple weeks ago like went public on Facebook that he was in a relationship, and the next day is sliding into my DMs. That's so. And I'm like, dude, you have a boyfriend, and he after a couple days, he's like, why are you ignoring me? And I'm like, you're sending me things that aren't probably the most appropriate for someone who has a boyfriend. And your right. boyfriend's really cute. If you don't want him, I will take him. Like, come and, on, dude. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that was my my ex, one of my exes for a while, like, after we, we've been on and on and off again a couple times. The first time we were off again, I stayed kind of like his backup girlfriend because he had <laughs> broken up with his long term. He'd broken up with his long term girlfriend, um, and then we went out and we got along really well, and it was lovely. And then he was like, you know, I'd still hung up on her, so he's going back to her, and I was like, cool, okay, do what you do. I like this girl did not treat him well, but whatever. I'm like, do what you do, live your life. But like, it was at that point, it became like an every other week, they were together, they weren't together. And on the off weeks, I was his girlfriend. Oh, God. And it was not even like, physically. it was like, he would lean on me emotionally, even when they were together. And I was like, dude, no, no, this is now how we do. And now we've like, I thankfully, he he moved away. And we're very thankful for that. So that <laughs> I could get the yuck out of my system and kind of, you know, we could actually, cause we were friends and we had a good friendship. Like he is an amazing friend, but he, every once in a while I see him push the boundaries and I'm like, no, this is a hard boundary now. Hard. It is a wall, a very tall, very thick wall. Good luck. Yeah. I, and I've tried to do that with people and it's what I'm, I'm doing this with this one guy right now. I'm like, you, you got you got a boyfriend like I we had some fun together I agree but I've been cheated on and I'm not willing to participate right. in that you and the times yeah. that I've been suckered into it where I you know ended up with somebody who I thought had broken up with their significant other and turned out I was wrong and I felt like crap about it I don't want to be the other guy I don't want to be the one ruining somebody's relationship 100% 100% do not 
I can't even, I don't understand what people are thinking. Like there's just no winner in that situation. Cause I'm like, do you really think you have such a beautiful relationship? If you're seeking some need, I don't care what it is in another person. Like there's something wrong over here. If you need it, unless you're polyamorous, in which case y'all need to have a conversation and everybody needs to get on board. And I mean, that's totally fine. Like whatever works for you. I don't know if I could ever do that. But like, I also have found that I am apparently very attractive to couples and they're very sneaky about it when they're on the Tinder because they don't tell you that they're a couple until you've swiped right. And like I was one guy, it's happened twice in a row. I matched with a guy and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Uh Um, You know, just chit chat back and forth. And he's like, yeah, so my boyfriend and I are looking for a third. And I'm like, why? And then it happened again, like the next day, somebody else. And he's like, yeah, my husband and I are looking for somebody to add some spice to our relationship. And I'm like, you ain't going to find it here. That's it. Like, oh, my God. I would just feel like looking for someone to add some spice. Do you want me to cook for you? Because I might do that. Yeah, I can come make you pay me to make you a meal. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you need a third? For a hand of poker? Sure, let's do it. Oh, I'd, I'd be useless at poker. But yeah, pretty much. That's the sentiment. <laughs> and I just, I feel like the, I feel like the current state of the world has brought out the worst in people. Yeah, I was talking, I was, one of my friends who's a therapist, and she's, she was basically like, the pandemic, like everything that's going on right now, you're seeing people in kind of crisis mode, so that you're going to see people make the best decisions and the absolute worst decisions yeah there's not there's there's going to be some in between but not a lot you're going to see a lot of those extremes i'm like awesome i hate that i think it was sometime in march i got a text message in the middle of the night it was probably like 1 30 in the morning oh. and of course i'm still awake because i'm me and it's a number i didn't recognize but it was a it was a massachusetts number and it started off like the he started off the conversation as if I should know exactly who it was. And I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I don't know if you changed your number or something, but I really have no, no idea who, who this is. And it turned out to be a guy that I had dated for a while in Boston no. who was essentially sending me a you up text. And you're, oh my God, you're like, wrong state, buddy. Wrong. Well, that, I, he was like, so whereabouts are you living now? Do you want to get together? And I'm like, I'm in Orlando. Catch a flight, buddy. Let me know how that works out for you. Good luck. But I even, so when I first downloaded Tinder, so like I, I told you and Nina that I had downloaded mm-hmm. Tinder and I actually did get a result out of it. Yeah. I had matched with somebody, but it was dur- it was right around the time of like lockdowns. I was moving. Mm-hmm. Things were really shitty and stressful but we we chatted a lot and i ended up i broke one of my rules i typically will not give somebody my phone number until after i've met them because i've had stalker situations before but Mm -hmm. like we were like we were having really great conversations i knew he was genuinely who he said he was so we started chatting via text because it was easier than having to go on and deal with the app every single time and i wasn't getting notifications properly anyway so i was like this works and we're chatting and we really we put off meeting for a while because I was dealing with the stress of moving and then he had to move. He uh, Granted, his move wasn't as extreme as mine. It was just they were changing apartments within the same complex. But we were having really great conversations. We were bonding. It was really great to just like really focus on the getting to know somebody part because I feel like we don't do that as much anymore. And 
I kept putting off the meeting for the first time because A, there was nowhere to go. B, it was really scary because I my always biggest fear is that I am carrying this around without knowing it and I don't want to get people sick. And so we kept chatting, but like it was it was really working out and he seemed he was really into me. I was really into him. And then finally, after I quit my bartending job and I had a little bit more time and he still hadn't gone back to work yet. And I was like, so, hey. I think I'm finally ready if you would like. And I I broke yet another rule. I was like, you can, you know, why don't you come over here? I'll order pizza. We can just hang out and watch a movie. And it wasn't, there was no, like nothing, no bad intention behind it. It was, it's not like, I'm not looking at Netflix and chill. Like this is, this is our only. Just Netflix, just Netflix. Yeah just Netflix. And he and I was I was super nervous. I was so nervous because I was really, really into him. And we were meeting for the first time. I'm like, what if he doesn't like me? Ah." And he came over. We had a really great time. We we Netflixed. We might have chilled a little bit, if I'm being honest, because it it had been three. (laughs) We had essentially been talking to each other for three months. Right. Before I, I finally was like, let's meet face to face. So there was an investment in this relationship and things went really well. And I remember at one point, it was so funny when I first started doing this podcast in the original episodes that don't exist anymore because they were not that great. We recorded the first episode in conjunction with an Instagram live and he watched it. And my friend who was on with me ended up telling a story of essentially a fuck boy that was sliding into her dms and being just absolutely terrible and i i remember him saying to me at one point he's like i hope i'm never a fuck boy and i'm like i don't think you ever would be and then morgan freeman said well he was wrong oh no and so like we we had that night together and it was really nice and he had to go home because he he had a dog so he needed to go home and deal with that and we kept talking and i'm like okay things like this was really great we had a really great first hangout and we kept talking and then he started to get a little bit distant and I was like, okay. And it turns out his dog had passed away. Oh. And I'm like, you know what? Completely justified. I'm so sorry. I'm here for you if you need me. And we kept talking, kept talking, but he kept pulling. I could feel him pulling away. And granted, it's via text, but I could read between the lines. You can, yeah, you can still feel it. And then he went back to work and he was super stressed out about that. And it got really stressful. And I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm understanding. You know, I we've invested a lot in each other. So I'm assuming that that we're still communicating, you still want this to happen. And he gets back to work, he gets back into the flow of things, I'm back to work, we're chatting. And at one point, I actually rearranged my schedule so that we could at least have one of the same days off. And I kept saying like, hey, do you want to do something? Go grab a bite somewhere? Do you want to come over? Do you want to hang out? Anything. And he just kept blowing me off, blowing me off, blowing me off. And it reached a point where he just flat out stopped responding to things oh jesus and i'm like you know what you you didn't want to be that that guy and you somehow you're became that guy. Him. and i completely get that there's like life happens but when you have somebody who has invested time in you and made it made it very clear that they're there for you and you you blow them off like that it's just not worth it it really it really sucked because i he's super sweet and adorable and it is what it is but that's a, a lesson in pandemic dating is if you're gonna if you're gonna self-quarantine and isolate for somebody make sure that they are worth it and if somebody does that for you don't be a dick for real for real though for real so i tried because i've been i like i said i've been using it's it's called hinge the app that i've been using where you're kind of matched up with friends of friends and i had been trying i got matched up with this other guy who loved jaws and horror movies and was completely nerdy and whatever and thankfully we we have not met up 
because he was already, it was like right at the beginning as everything shut down. He worked in a restaurant, like he worked in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, So like he was, and it was on, it was on Cape Cod. So like they shut down hard, hard stop for a very long time. Um, But we were chatting. He was really funny, whatever. I broke my rule, let him on my Facebook because normally my rule for, so my personal like Facebook page is like, yeah. I will only friend you on there if I would sit down and have dinner, like invite you to a dinner party and actually want to talk to you there. If I don't want that, you're not on my Facebook page because I I am not looking my, that is my place for like, I just use personally use Facebook to connect with people I actually care about and keep up with them when they move away. Like certain people who move to Florida, not me. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it's very mean of you to call out Julie like that, but... Uh I have already called her out before. Yeah, just Julie. That's it. There's like eight of you down there at this point. I'm like, God damn it, guys. Stop moving to Florida. <laughs> but I I invited him on Facebook. We messaged on Facebook a couple times. And he, apparently you can call people on Facebook because he called me on Facebook. Yep. And I made the mistake of answering the phone. Don't ever answer the phone. Um, and again, he's a really nice guy and he's really sweet. But he was having such a bad time that like I suddenly became his emotional support human. And I was getting phone calls almost every day and I'm like dude we've never met in person I'm freaking out like I'm having my own panic attacks over here I cannot be your emotional support human you can't give me phone calls every day I'm, I can't I can't it was it was not great and I had to full stop with that I just I could I, it was it just is too much during like mass chaos I'm like you gotta self-soothe a little bit buddy just just a tad just a hint yeah i feel like that's a lot of the the conversations i've been having with people that i'm matching with right now because it's you you go through the standard like there's standard questions like every conversation on a dating app is the same where it's hey hey how's it going good you pretty good what are you up to and like and you eventually get into the like a meat of a conversation it was like oh what do you do for work and i'm just like I uh, I sit on my couch and I play uh, Animal Crossing until I fall asleep and then I wake up and do it all over again. So it's hard. How job. about you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm living living a really tough life right now, and it's I think that a lot of the conversations are centered around like, yep, I'm like either these guys are furloughed or they are back to work because I mean um, I actually can almost guarantee that everyone I have matched with works in a theme park. Like that's great, they're back to work, but it it's stressful, and I feel like a lot of the conversations are now centered around that which is great but it's i feel like all we're doing we're all we're doing now is complaining to each other because that's all that there is to do about 2020 like nothing nothing good is coming out of this year no it's true i mean there's at least i think the guy that i'm kind of seeing right now it's a complicated relationship it's a complicated situation we've managed to we'll have that part of the conversation but then we'll also have like because both of us have a background in animal care both of us like doing things that on the outside are dumb like he's like I rock climb and I'm mountain bike and oh look I broke my finger doing this kind of dumb stunt and I was like I get you buddy <laughs> look what I did I just felt like I fell out of a tree with that I decided was a good idea to climb um so we're we're able to find that balance and the one thing that it was like it we had our 1950s moment where we did find a time to actually meet up in person but he knows that I'm high risk 
So he was being very protective of me as a person. So we met in the field um, near where I live that is just like an open field and it looks out over farmland and it's beautiful and pastoral and like just it's quite it's bucolic if you will yeah, yeah. i just use that word aren't you proud <laughs> look, at you, look at you dropping a ten dollar word on a two dollar podcast what? <laughs> <laughs> um and he met me there because like he's he's a dude that like goes you know car camping in the middle of the desert like that like he he was down He met me there and again, being very protective and very gentlemanly, we like held hands and watched the sunset. Like so adorable in 1950s, you kind of want to (laughs) vomit. And I'm like, that's the, for me, like, I'm like, I would not mind more of that kind of situation where there's like, it brings a sweetness back to dating where I feel like it's gotten very jaded because we're used to dating apps. We're used to like, just constantly like swipe, 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 or whatever for hinge you scroll. Um, and like, if it brings back like actual conversation, like, I don't know, I'm just kind of hoping for a little more sweetness and a little more, like we'll get creative to actually like learn about each other. Like I want, he took, gave me a tour of his garden from the phone. (laughs) Like he walked me around his garden. Um, so I'm like, I'm hoping like that kind of stuff happens for more people. Cause I'm like, that, like before this was the crazy guy who it turns out was dating one of my friends. I think this has forced us into that. Like I, with, with the guy I was talking about, like I said, we spent three months talking mm-hmm. and it was great. And I think it's, it's the most I've gotten to know somebody in a very long time. Even, even people that I'm, I'm matching with and talking to now, I'm not rushing to meet them. No, I, no. I know again, a, a good chunk of them work in the theme parks and that's, a scary environment to be in right now. Yeah. And there's not too much to go out and do. Like even like I've I've gone out with dates with cast members and stuff, but going to Disney right now is not as casual as it used to be. It's got to be like a planned reserved event. It's like a strategic event cuz you got to know where you're coming in. You've got to make reservations. How like what's your exit strategy if this way gets too blocked? I mean, there's all I mean Universal's a little bit more lackadaisical in that you don't need a reservation as mm-hmm. long as they're not at capacity you're going in. But it's it's not as conducive to dating as it was before no no because it you don't know you don't know this person you don't know where they've been it's a whole different type of scary and so the option the options are like you end up having to do it at somebody's house and i i know how human beings work and i'm just as guilty i'm not gonna sit here and play little little miss sister mary but like if we're together at a house there's a very good chance yeah because you're there yeah you're there. The bed's right over there. It's true. But like, yeah, I, I guess like, because um, the other really, like, one of the other really good relationships I had kind of before the pandemic, we met when he lived in Massachusetts. And then he actually, he was a, a friend of a friend. Um, we met when he lived in Massachusetts. He moved out to LA. And we kind of met up again. I've in some like weird convoluted way and ended up um, finding each other on social media. And I was going to walk away. Um, his name is Chris. He is a delight. He is a delightful human being, but because we lived so far apart, um, but we both knew there was like, you know, that spark that you get with someone like, Oh yeah. We had that spark the first time we met up, but I was with someone else. He was with someone else. So we kind of ignored it. 
The second time when we met up, the spark was still there, but we weren't with anyone. So we ended up dating for like four months, even though we cross country from each other. Um, So we only met up like kind of towards the end of the relationship in person. So it was like, that was it. But we had all this like getting to know each other. There was a lot of emotional intimacy that was involved because we were forced into it kind of at that point. And I don't know, like there's pros and cons to that way of getting to know each other. Cause I realize I'm like, I know your deepest, darkest secret. I have no idea how you take your coffee. I don't know if you like coffee. That's important to me. Um, do you know what I mean? Where it's like, I know all of these like very intense emotional things for you, but I don't know the basics of yeah. your life. And it's, so it's like a weird, there's a weird trade-off, I guess, in getting to know each other that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, no, you, absolutely. There's like, a, you got to find a balance and it's hard in a pandemic <laughs> because we're in a <laughs> pandemic. Did I mention it's a pandemic? Pandemic. I, I'm not sure if you or my listeners knew this, but we are currently <laughs> in a pandemic. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of people who are like pretending they're like, it's post pandemic. I'm like, did I miss something? Uh, when did the post happen? It, it, it actually, it, it was a, it was during a gender reveal party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Never. Too soon. Too soon. So too soon. So <laughs> wait too soon. wait can... until the fire is actually out and then we can do all the jokes. <laughs> I is it gonna be out? I I maybe... don't know. Maybe I mean it might have to burn out, but it's gonna be, so that that's still an out, right? It's is that how that works? Take all of the West Coast with it. I hope not. There's a lot of nice things out there. There really is. I'm I if if you are a West Coast listener, know that I yes I I'm gonna joke because that's how I deal with life. But my my heart is with all of you, and please be safe for real. And if, since I'm in a in PSA mode, this is a great opportunity to after the podcast make sure that you are registered to vote in November. Hundred percent. So we can start working towards fixing some of these problems. Is it one hundred percent? Are they our best options? Absolutely not. But like. <laughs> Do you want four more years of this? Because I don't think we're going to make it. I mean, need things to get better so I can go on dates again, please. Uh, same. I mean, I do enjoy it. I don't know if you've ever been on the dating app Bumble. I have not, but I've heard good things. I, I hate it because I don't have the attention span for it. So if you met, like, so it, it, it's different with two guys, but if it's a guy and a girl mm-hmm. and you guys match, the girl has to make the first move. I'm into that. Like that I would like. He's not able to communicate with you until you communicate with him. I, and then you ha- yeah. have a certain amount of time to, re- if you don't respond to the match or a first message within 24 hours, they, you're no longer connected. They Perfect. disconnect you. It sounds great in theory, but I'm bad at it because I forget that there was a match <laughs> and then I'll log yeah. in like two days later and I'll have missed all of these people. And I'm like, sorry, my bad, yo, sorry. I apologize sorry. for that. But one of the things that they have on here, and it was one of the questions that they asked, cause they asked like, do you want kids? What is your astrological sign? Uh, do you work out? Do you drink? Do you smoke? And one of the questions is, are you a voter or a non-voter? I love that. And fellas, you best be a voter or I am not swiping right. For real, dudes. Be like the guy that I'm kind of seeing. The reason that I actually matched with him on Hinge, because I, I was the one that reached out, is because he said he cared about 
climate change and social justice and all the things. And I was like, you, sir, you, sir. I, I mean, I'm, my standards have gotten so low at this point that if you know how to properly wear a mask and you vote. <laughs> You're my, in. My DMs are open. So be a typhoid Mary. She got locked up on an island and had a, because she kept trying to make ice cream without washing her hands. Don't be that. I, does the island have attractive young bachelors? No, it does not. It is a sad, empty island in New York Harbor. I was going to say, until you said New York Harbor, that just sounded like my house, but okay. (laughs) Sad, empty island. It is a really, it's an interesting story. It's a super sad story because you're kind of, you're sad and frustrated. So if you guys are curious, learn more about Typhoid Mary. Oh, I thought you were plugging my book. Um. (laughs) If you're you're curious about learning more about Josh Reed, you're doing it wrong. A mixtape memoir. It's a sad and frustrating story. <laughs> <laughs> no, Josh. So, uh, speaking of all that, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wind us down because we've gotten way off the rails. But where can we, where can we find your art and support it? Um, so you can get to my art. You can look at it um, at least on Instagram, and then I do um, at emory stone and then yeah check it out there i take pictures i paint my face i make crazy art and usually involving dinosaurs that then go on things it's great and no one's mad about it especially not me no (laughs) Uh, and i i do also i i as always i'll link i link your stuff in my show notes so you can check out meg's shop and her instagram there you can find me on instagram at avoiding neverland and you can of course follow the show at the millennial agenda if you're in listening and enjoying make sure you subscribe if you're listening on a platform that allows you to leave reviews please rate and review it helps me out a great deal to get it out there you might have noticed at this point that i don't put ads on the podcast mostly because i find them somewhat frustrating sometimes and i would rather keep this ad free so you just getting people to listen is um, awesome enough for me so please do that you can find me at avoidingneverland.com Or you can purchase my book, You're Doing It Wrong, a mixtape memoir, available now on Amazon, and all that is linked down below. Meg, I thank you so much for coming back again. It was fun. It's always fun, man. It's always fun. We need to get Nina back on here. For real. And we do. So I will will brainstorm that, and we will make that happen very, very soon. Yes. Um, For now, if you are out there doing the pandemic dating thing, please do it safely. Maintain social distancing. Uh, Make sure you're being safe in general with online dating. I, I know I mentioned I've I've allowed somebody to come to my home, uh, but believe me, I do a lot of vetting of people. Y'all have to remember that I'm a social media specialist and I'm really good at finding people. I like I have found all of these guys profiles online. And if you are listening to this, yeah, I found you. It's what I do. And that's why um, I'm friends with you, because I just you and Nina, I just send you their information. and you find them. <laughs> Yeah. So please be safe. And if you are like one of the things that I do, if I'm going if I end up going on a date with somebody, I will always text somebody where I'm going. And if we end up going to a secondary location, I give them updates on where I'm going and all of that. So please be safe and smart. And I know online dating has become our norm, but I want to make sure that you are doing it safely. And I am an online safety specialist. So that is still going to be in the back of my head. Um, so be safe, have fun out there. Happy swiping, everybody. If you've got a fun pandemic dating horror story that you want to share, go to the Millennial Agenda Facebook page. I want to hear about it. Me too. I've, I've heard some doozies from some friends. And like I just mentioned, I just, um, I'm a guest on the Single Writer podcast this week. Uh, I think the episode 
it, depending on when you're listening to this, that episode drops on Tuesday. This one drops on Monday. So go find the Single Writer Podcast if you want to hear more of my dating horror stories. With that, I thank you all so much for listening. Be safe out there, and I'll talk to you all real soon.